Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. We would like to acknowledge that this podcast maiden is being held on Aboriginal land, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we would like to pay respect to their eldest past, present and immersion and their multiple birth parents with children with disabilities. And this week we're speaking to Lewis from Tasmania. This podcast contains truth, laughter and the occasional F word, so it's not really suitable for children. Sometimes you just have to get your shits out. Shit, 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 shit. That's right, this is a language warning. Oh, shit. Hello, Mandy. Hello, Kate. I feel like this is actually our first official pee of the year. Yes, it definitely is. We had a couple of big snap peas, but this is our first guest. Yeah, it feels like it's back. We're really thrilled. The weather is pretending to be hot, but it's it's trying. Yeah. Mandy's got a floral (laughs) summer dress on with like slip on shoes and I was like mm. she's enticing it what's it called when you like visualize yeah 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 she's mood boarding the weather but I'm not very good at choosing clothes this time of year so well, anyway. no it's just I mean I just don't like getting Melbourne hot at like two o'clock I know and it and, does happen and I'm out and then I'm like I have to prepare for everything I know it's hard people you yeah. don't know what it's like living in Melbourne if you haven't done it but also I know people interstate are having a really hot summer yeah, so you're like be right. quiet about your cool yeah. summer well, we, we had one gonna- hot day yeah, we did. It was good. I got all that washing dry <laughs> so by like much one washing. o'clock. I was like, doing the covers, sheets, blankets, dog blankets. We're doing everything. I know. I felt like adding like, to my story and then I'm like, this is pathetic. I know, but people go to the beach, we do washing. Oh, washing. I just felt so good. <laughs> so did I. I had a support worker over and I was trying to explain to her how great I felt, but she's young. So she's just like, okay, mum. But I felt like, so I had my kids over for dinner on the hot day and number one daughter and her partner, and he goes, we got four loads dried today. And I was oh, like, yeah, he's in. the circle, the circle of life. <laughs> Anyway, we are anyway. boring our guests to yes, tears. Sorry, yes. So, <laughs> would you like to say hello and introduce yourself? Hello, my name's Lewis, and I'm from Northwest Tasmania. Oh, Ooh. Lewis, we're thrilled to have you. We really, really are. So, Northwest Tasmania for people who are outside of Australia. What's your nearest big town? Um, probably Launceston. Launceston. So, ah. that's some um, sort of like further along, and yeah. I'm sort of up near Burnie. Yeah, yeah so Burnie. I'm in I'm in Burnie. Ah, yeah. great. I've been. I went to Launceston a couple of yeah. years ago for the Special yeah. Olympics 
Oh, awesome. Yep, I loved it. I just oh. thought all those beautiful weatherborne houses. Oh, there's a little town, Um, yeah, there's a little town next to Burnie, which is Somerset, and that's where I live, and it's a really beautiful place. Oh, I bet it is. Somerset's a cute name. Have you been to see the monkeys at the Launceston Botanical Gardens, though? Yeah, they're very cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they are very cool. <laughs> they just, like, got their own little place there. I love it. So we're going to get to asking your questions. Yep. So our first question that we ask everybody who comes on this podcast, what's your favourite? Oh, is it song first? Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. It's been a while. <laughs> um, do you have a song that either lifts you up in really good times or a band or mm. actually a song or band that sort of gets you through the tricky times? I feel like it, like this was your hardest question in the I think entire it is. universe. It is. Yep, it is. And yep. so I had to really, really think about it and I was, I was like, um, I was like, so, Mum, what's my favourite song? And she's like, Lewis, I don't know. Like, you're, like, you're the one who's doing the interview. So, and I eventually ended the song. Um, it's a song called um, You're Gonna Be Okay. Um, and it's um, by Jen Johnson. And it's um, like a really, really nice song. It's got a beautiful like, classical classical music in it and stuff. And um, some of the lines in it say, um, when the night is closing in, don't give up, don't you just won't last. It's not the end. You're going to be okay. Oh. And I just feel like it's a beautiful song, like during the really, really hard, hard times in life that, um, that you don't have to give up. And that, mm. yeah, it's really, really beautiful. So yeah. yeah and sometimes you need to tell And also ABBA, like anything ABBA, oh, Dancing yeah. oh. Queen. <laughs> I love that. It's like the soundtrack to my life and all. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. I think, yep. you know, you can ABBA be at a, a pretty cool so, yeah. party. Those are my two songs. So. Great, Lewis. Thank you. And then someone puts ABBA on and oh. the dance floor just fills up. Yeah. All the generations are on. Yeah. <laughs> so good. Well, they will be added to, well, definitely. Yeah, something that everyone enjoys. Everyone. Actually, I have one friend who doesn't like ABBA. Oh. Yeah. You know our friend who owns Community? Oh. Yeah. Doesn't like ABBA. I know. It's weird. Mm. I'm still friends with her, but it is a bit of a bit of a red flag. <laughs> Well, if it wasn't for a sweet potato guys, maybe he wouldn't. <laughs> oh, that's insane. I know. I know. Yeah. Anyway, what about did you win any awards at school? Well, I won lots of awards. <gasps> I was one of those kind of people, kids get won lots of awards. So um, I in grade 10, and, like I had big, big awards in grade 10 mm. at the end of your high school like journey. And I won the leadership award. Mm. I won the art award. I won like a merit award. And I won a lot of merit awards throughout um throughout high school and I also got a drama trophy in our local Stedford so wow. we all had to go and do like different acting pieces and I got a drama trophy because I did such a good job so <gasps> that was very special yeah, that's but cool. when it comes to sports I got lots of just participation awards uh, yeah <laughs> when it came to sports lots <laughs> of participation awards. <laughs> <laughs> and in the end I didn't even participate I was like mum I can't go to school <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, that sounds terrific. So you felt like when you were at school, you got recognised. Yeah, yeah. When I got to high school, it was really, really special because um, in primary school, I had a really, really tough time and I didn't enjoy that as much. But when I got to high school, I really felt like um, I really came into myself and people saw me for um, saw me for, and I got to experience drama and music and mm. arts and it was just a really, really fun time for me. Like, there was so much else out there that I didn't even realise and I really, really stepped into myself in high school. So it was very special. Oh. To, to do high school. Fantastic. And our last and favourite question is why are you a P or part of the P community? Um, I'm a P because I was born with a bilateral cleft lip and so, yeah, mm. that's why. Mm. 
Yes. Okay. So let's go back to the very beginning, which as you Sarah won't remember, says very good place to start. <laughs> um, <laughs> and when did your parents know when you were in utero that you had a cleft palate or was that a, a little surprise when you were born? That was a massive surprise for my parents. I had no idea. So I went to all the appointments and stuff and I was so excited because I was on the first kid. So oh. They were like all, all excited. It was really, really special. And then um, when I was born, it was I came with this massive surprise. And it was, yes. Oh, had had no idea what, what was happening. So And it was a really, really overwhelming. And I remember lots of doctors coming in and mm-hmm. lots of people were checking me out and all this kind of stuff. And they really I had no idea. Like, I had not heard of it before. I just, yeah, but they loved me and, and saw me for me. And oh. um, But, yeah, it was pretty pretty overwhelming in the beginning. Yeah. Very overwhelming, I think. And I just yeah. uh, like it so much, like, just not only my story but my parents' story as well, yeah. particularly in the beginning because I was so... I don't remember half no, of it. No, <laughs> like half of my journey, I don't remember. Yeah. And I look back and I look at some of the photos. we were going through photos to get ready for this, and I was looking back at my photos and I was like, "Oh my goodness! Like I can't even believe it. this is me and this is yeah. where I come from." Yes. And now I look at where I am and I'm just like, "Wow! I can't oh. believe how much I've grown and changed and all that kind of stuff." So oh. yeah, it's really really interesting. Yeah, oh, it must be. And we've spoken to other parents who've been through this, but sort of the minute that you give birth and you have that surge and your protection, the really protective overwhelming that you feel for your child to know that you're going to have to hand them back to medical people to do operations. Like I think those two worlds colliding must be really full on. Yeah, it was the hardest thing. Mum mum and dad having to give me away like when I was three months old mm-hmm. for my first operation. That was like the most intense experience and just trust these doctors and people who have only just really met and hope that they're going to do like a really, really good job. Mm-hmm. And yes. yeah, it's pretty, pretty intense. Yeah. Now you pretty did intense. email me saying you would love your mum to be on the podcast too, but we, she works full time and we're a little bit stuck Yeah, it wouldn't have worked times. out. It wouldn't have no, worked out. No, but yeah. you were very kind in saying that you would have loved her to tell some of the story too. So we just acknowledge that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's a pretty special woman. Oh, uh, very is special she? Woman. Oh, I uh, bet yeah. she is. Yep, she would have to be. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, but you you seem like a fantastic person, so you've all yes. done a good job, hey? I think so, yeah. I think yeah. We, have, we all have. We've all got through really well. So you had to have yeah. surgeries and you had to go to Hobart for that, and how far away is that? So that's four hours drive to Hobart and mm-hmm. then another four hours back. And so sometimes throughout the year, Mum and we would all have to go down to Hobart, like, I don't know, maybe it's sometimes in the early years, six times. So mm. that's a lot of a lot of driving. Mm. And with road work, it always seems to be road work whenever we go oh, to yeah. Hobart. <laughs> and so um, it, it, it was quite long and exhausting having a kid and then um and then a few years later they had mum and dad had another kid as well and then and so we're three three of us now so yeah. um it's quite like it was quite busy and full on and my dad was running his own business logging industry business at the time and so he couldn't come down and got often mm-hmm. eager so it was really big for him to be able to take take time time mm-hmm. off to go down so mm-hmm. yeah it was it was um it's a long long uh, long trek down there mm-hmm. um from up here in, in somerset and bernie so yeah yeah, and I'm sure if there's like surgeries involved, you have to go the night before because you've got to be at the hospital at you know six in the morning or whatever, or a pre-admission or whatever. I think Mandy often says this, but something that living in a big capital city we never take for granted is our access to the Royal yeah. Children's Hospital. Or you know, I mean, we could almost walk to a hospital from here. Yeah. So that's I think something that we probably don't think enough about for rural peas or peas in. Um, 
just not in a capital city. Yeah. Yeah, even like my ENT appointments and stuff like that and um, and speech therapy, really, really hard to find people to be able to mm. do all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, it's, it was a it was a very big deal to be able to have to go down there and stay at accommodation. So we stayed at Ronald McDonald House a lot because it was, it was like financially it's a big thing as well. Yeah. So, and you're staying down there sometimes two or three weeks at a time yes. or however long. And I remember mum and dad, well, mum and dad told me that um, when one time when I went down, you know, like halfway, halfway down and I had a little bit of a cold and they had to um, – they had to um, like drive all the way back because they wouldn't oh, let me operate. operate on me because I had a bit of a cold. Oh, so my biggest fear. Yeah, and you never moments. know. Yeah. Like, am I no. exaggerating this or is this a cold? When or? they take the temperatures of my girls yeah. and I'd be like, 37, 37. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> oh, we'd done so all this funny. preparation at home, yes. we had everything and people ready. people would take and leave. And, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. massive. Mm. No wonder they've remembered yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I feel like we should also explain like what a cleft is because yeah. a lot of people don't really know. Yes. Don't really know. So, yeah. um, a cleft is when you've got um, where your palate isn't joined together, and so it's not fused together. So it it comes as a part, and so my palate was a part, and also my my was a part, and um, um, six six hundred to eight hundred babies are affected by cleft lips or palates. So um, every one in every six hundred to eight hundred babies. So that's like oh, like that's quite a lot. common. But then I, there's only a few people that I I've seen yeah. in Bernie and stuff that have it. I guess maybe on the mainland or whatever else. But mm. yeah, um, it's 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 quite common. And so they have a cleft cleft clinic in Hobart for that. But yeah, it's, it was. Um, it was pretty in- intense and I looked quite different when I was young and I only sort of had like the top of my nose and so, yeah, it's a whole whole big thing. Mm. So when you went to, you said primary school was a little bit difficult. Can you tell us a little bit about what early schooling was like? Yeah, so I had lots of operations when I was younger and then um, I also, which is a part of my um my my cleft and stuff I also had low motor skills right and so it took me a, a long time to walk so I ended up walking till I was about two and that was a big deal for everyone I walked on Christmas day for the oh. first time really special. I so can that imagine was, um, that was mum mum was asleep because she was pregnant at the time but um she came out and I was I was in there walking around and that was <laughs> A really, really big deal. A really, really special time. Because mum, mum was in the bedroom and she could, oh, she could hear everyone screaming and carrying on and stuff. Because I, I started walking. So it's like the one yeah, time um, I lie down. The one time. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. So, so yeah. What, what was it? What were we think? Oh, so what was primary school like? You were saying you had heaps of operations, but yeah, yeah. So I guess because every time I, uh, every time. Like I started again going and moving again, there'd be like another operation yes. and just sort of set you back. Yes. And so, and so with primary school, I guess I just, it was just, it was just tough because I didn't really fit in very much mm. and I wasn't sporty and we were in a bit of a sporty primary school. Mm. And so it was, it was really hard to, to sort of, sort of fit in and figure out where I belong and stuff like that. Mm. So yeah, it was, it was a very different, it was a different experience for me. But, but yeah, it was and it was, it was challenging, but it was I learned a lot as well. So mm. yeah, what were your teachers like? Were they supportive? Yeah, they were pretty supportive because a lot of my most of my operations were before I was in primary school, right? And so I had one or two operations in in primary school. So I had like yeah, so yeah, they were they were very supportive and lovely and stuff in primary school. So that was that was nice. Did you do anything outside of school? Like you mentioned you know, not being that sporty, what were some of the things, did you, were you able to do anything extracurricular? 
Well, I think I tried everything <laughs> and <laughs> nothing, not a lot of stuff stuck until really until I was in high school and that's when I really hit my stride, stride and started doing music and yeah. I found drama and all that other kind of stuff. But, yeah. you know, I did like gymnastics and we, we tried all sorts of things. Yeah. And I did cricket and what my PE teacher at primary school used to always say that when, um, when God was giving out coordination, I was standing behind the door. Oh, that's oh. nice. Lovely. <laughs> <laughs> but, but she she was kind about it. I know it, she's kind, like, but still. Of, oh no! Out of everyone, like in a in the class, it was like people that had such good abilities and stuff, and always wanted. Like a lot of kids, like just gave up and didn't really try. But I always you had determination yeah. and 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 resilience. Which is something that you won't. It's just something that I guess is picked up when you have have it left. So yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. And were you having lots of speech therapy through primary school as well, or was that mainly in the early years? Yeah, well, I had it. I've actually had it like all through my yeah. sort, of, sort of sort of life because it's been a really really big thing to learn how to speak properly. So I think I had it in the early years, and I do remember having it in primary school because I had um, my bone graft operation. So that was mm. where they took bone from my hip and put it into my mouth, huge. and that was a really big operation. Mm. That was a, like a really really a huge one, and I had another one as well where they big something in my throat, a oh. phalange or something like yeah. that. And so that was a, a really big, a really big operation too as well. And um, I had to have speech therapy after both of those. Yes. And I hated speech therapy. Yeah. absolutely hated it. Yeah, uh, especially when I was, when I was older, because I like, I like when you're a kid, it's fun because you've got all the toys in the game and you go into the room and it's small and you've got little seats and you sit on it and they've got all the little activities and you do all the different things and, color everywhere and stuff but when you're like uh, when you're like in grade five or grade six or you're at high school and you're having to do speech therapy it's just not the same no never really they can't really it wasn't very fun fun at all no they can't trick you Like, no, it I'm was just, it's just not it. So I, I actually sort of by the end of it, I really had it, had enough. Mm. And there are still a few like words that I can't say say. So I can't really say like your th down very very yeah. well. I always that always annoys everyone in my family because it's like, well, you, you shouldn't learn how to say that properly. But just something <laughs> just Siblings. don't stitch. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is yeah, who I am, but, and um, you just got to get used to yeah, it. Yeah, well, Molly couldn't say the S word, and then when I had a sister whose name starts with an S, I just thought I, I can't name her that because she can't say it. Yeah. But eventually she got there. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, oh, that's good. It's all sort yeah, of yep. yeah. But she had speech therapy right through to even through in the lockdowns. But then she yeah. said enough. Yeah. She's done. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> I, I had to learn how to like say the S sound. So I had to do like these ones where I went eesh. Yeah. And um, yeah, it was a, it's been a big, steep thing of like lots of learning how to speak properly and stuff. And because and my speech affected my ability to want to do drama in high school oh, and yes. all that kind of stuff. So, and when I had the first time I had braces, I had braces to, um, to open up my mouth for my bone graft. Right. Oh, We've got videos painful. of when we went to Melbourne as a big family trip and I'm doing these little videos on my phone and I look back at the videos and I'm like, oh, my goodness, I don't know how anyone in my family could understand what I was saying. Yeah, and it was, good, like, though. really, 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 like, interesting to look back and think, mm. wow, I can't believe I've come so far. Yes. But it was really, really crazy. Like, I, yeah, because I was a little little boy with squeaky voice and like really really airy and yeah it was amazing and stuff but i'm so incredible to see how how far i've come with my speech so, and so much work yeah. like yeah. it's something that um if you have a typical 
child, typically developing child, you just take it for granted. You're like, oh, they said a new word today. Oh, they said a new word today. Like yeah. you can learn five words in a day. And then you see other people, children, people with acquired brain injuries, um, really learning how to talk. Yeah, and it's, it's really it complex. something you should be so bloody proud of because it's hard. Yeah, I was always a chatterbox, so my parents didn't have to worry about that, but it was just making sure people could understand me. So, What about yeah. food and eating? Eating, yeah. So um, when I was a baby, I, my parents had to use like a syringe yep. and like syringe food feed me and stuff. And mm. so I had to actually have specially designed um, like bottles and stuff like that mm-hmm. so that um, they could, the babies could be could be fed properly. Like with the long teeth, aren't they? It's a long sort of skinny I think teat. so, yeah. yeah. I don't can't, I don't, wouldn't, can't, don't know, I don't remember, yep. but yeah, I had to have a specially designed thing and so mum had to do a lot of express feeding, yes. express feeding for of me course. and I think eventually she went to formula, yeah. which yeah. is that was a lot, a lot easier. Yeah. So, yeah. What about eating is, uh, as a child? Tricky. Was that tricky? Um, after surgeries um, and I, stuff? I think, yeah, I think it was. I mean, I I always bounce back pretty quickly, uh-huh. um, which is really, really good. And they always say the mouth is your quickest part of your body to heal. Yeah. And so, so yeah, I guess when I was a child, it was all, um, I can still, um, now if I put water in my mouth and I push really hard, I can make water come out my nose. Oh, that's really a party cool. trick. Party trick. <laughs> yep. I'm sure your mum's like, great, people, yeah, good, good. <laughs> some people with flesh can actually shoot peas out of their nose, but I can't do that, so... <laughs> My doctor was too good. That would have been good, good today. <laughs> For the peas. Yeah, two peas. I could have shot two out. One out. Each natural. Damn that doctor being too good. Oh, how gorgeous. Well, then let's talk about high school and tell us about what that was like finding your feet. Yeah, and what music did you get into? Um, yeah, so when I was in high school, I um, I really sort of hit my stride and, like, I got to do drama and arts and mm. that was really, really exciting for me and I got to, um, I like, I actually, I was in grade 10, I was... I was not not popular enough for the SRC, but I got into, um, got into, um, yeah, I elected for house captain, so I got house captain, yeah, which awesome. is really strange for me to become like a house mm. sports house captain because sports is not really my thing at all. But I used, like, I was really really motivating the because we have like a quarter of the school and we have like four or five or six probably six assemblies throughout the year without our our house, and yep. so they go through all of the sports information for each day and stuff. And so I was um like really motivating, and we had four of us, and I would make videos because I love making videos, so <laughs> I would. Um, um, like film videos of us like doing stuff and we would um we, we'd have like um like motivational videos and, and do speeches and stuff and I've got a really really funny story from when I was in house captain Tell so us. um on the second second assembly or the assembly proper assembly I was standing up there and I was ready to do this like a really big motivational speech and so in my speech I was I was getting really excited and we're we're Amy we're going to do a really good job we're going to have fun it's going to be really really awesome and participation is great and I'm going on and on and then in my speech I was going to say WTF yeah like like it's an it's an expression but I didn't say WCF I said the actual word (laughs) and the whole like like, heart quarter of the school was just incredulous. Like, 
I didn't like know what to say. I looked <laughs> over to my um to my like uh, house coordinator, who's like my grade coordinator, and she was like just in in shock, like and amused, and she didn't know what to do. And it was like just a big moment. Everyone was just looking at her and looking at me, and so like, what did I do? I just plowed on and kept going. But it was like one of the funniest moments in high school because I when I swore in the house assembly and like no one ever let me leave. Oh, no, no, they no one would forget. Yeah. No, that, every way. reunion. Do you remember when he said what the fuck? Oh. Actually, from the front of the. <laughs> That's the best oh, story. It was so funny. It was so funny. Luckily, my, I still have a good relationship with my um, great coordinator. So she's, I bet you so she's, um, But it's funnier yeah. when it's out of character, right? Yes. So if you were like, a, I don't know what they call them, Eshe, yeah. horrible, I shouldn't say Bogan. Horrible, no. But Bogan. Yeah. yeah, they'd be like, okay, what's he going to say? But when it's this gorgeous kid, they're like, okay. <laughs> Yeah, it was a bit of a shock coming out from my mouth because no you one has shocked. really ever heard me swear before. So it was like, wow. Anything for how? Anything for anything oh, else. So, weren't they lucky yeah. to have you? But here's what we need to yep. take from this is that just because you're not ace at sport doesn't mean you're not ace at being around people who play sport and motivate them. Like, yes. I'm not very good at sport, but I love cricket and footy and women's sports and like you know we love the soccer and yeah. you, but I'm no good at it no but I, I love, can cheer yeah and I would be good at motivating people yeah <laughs> so you can't yeah just... I am um, I even like for one of the videos I waxed my legs three for our athletes <laughs> carnivals and stuff and everyone thought that was so funny who was waxed his legs like I was in a bath with a wetsuit I remember one day I don't know all this crazy stuff that I did, did to motivate our, yeah, our, um, our house to try and get participation levels just that's where all the points came from at high school was That's people right. participated and there wasn't people participating and everyone would just like wag off those days and yeah. it's like not okay. fair for all the teachers you're putting so much effort and stuff and they can be really really fun so that's kind of what, what we, were you what doing we you were building community like yep. you were good yeah. at that yep yeah so well, all of your houses named after australian animals because you were emus yeah we had emu no yeah rivers so rivers in um bernie oh, so, so there's emu Five English and um, um, Tams, so the Tam ah, rivers, yeah, all rivers okay. in, yep, in yep, Burnie. Yep, yep. So okay. yeah, so I was red. We bleeded red for emu, and actually <laughs> now my brother, now my brother and sister have both become house captains as well. So ah. they've both taken after my footsteps. It's a family legacy. And I have to like try and be that good, good, good brother and not lie to say when I was a house captain. Oh, you <laughs> sure can. My sister, my sister finds it pretty irritating. When yeah, I of course. That, that's, that's the older sibling's job. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And you can tell everyone yep. on these podcasts, so too bad. <laughs> yep, yeah, well, everyone will be listening. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us about drama then because drama is a big speech, in you know, Mm. part of it component. yeah so when i was um when i was in i love absolutely love drama and like i really like in my grade seven i like went to this deadford and i had my first experience in this deadford was really really ba- really bad because i got so nervous and mm. i didn't really do a good job at all but in the next year i went back and i did a really good job and we did monologues and um duologues and i had so much fun and then in grade and ten, we have our big like productions, so which uh, was Hansel and Gretel, and so they they get these people from the um, UK to write a script, and then we put like they do a fantastic job, I think, yeah. and um and so I really wanted to get like a major role, and like I was practicing, like we had our auditions, and I was trying so hard and I had my my heart set on this role which I really wanted to get and um and then when all of the roles came out I didn't get it and I getting a small role I still had fun and we had 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 an awesome time and it was a fantastic experience and one of those memories that you take with you for the rest of your Mm. life but 
um, because of my speech, that sort of hindered me. Yeah. And so I actually had to really, that was a sort of kicking the kick to realize, oh, actually, I probably need to my speech. And yeah. I think I still had braces at the time. And so it was still, um, it was still quite hard, but over the net, like it's incredible. I was talking to my drama teachers about it in the grade 10 and they said that you, I improved so much in a year or so since then. And yeah, so that's how, yeah. Good on that you. You could have really dis- disappointing. You could have done but, it the other way and yeah, gone, gone really bummed and said, I'm never going to do it again. But you actually just kept You're going. And, by it. Wow. Yep. Yeah. And I still had a really awesome experience and it was so much, but yeah, yeah. I think that's something to learn is to just always just be, um, yeah, sometimes failure is good. I yeah. think failure is always good. We need to hear that opinions. sometimes. Yeah, I think but we're she's all mum because we don't want our kids yeah. to fail in anything and we don't want any of you to be upset ever. I know. And then you want to <laughs> ring up and say, don't you know how many surgeries he's had? He needs the lead role. That's what I would have wanted to do and I bet your mum wanted to do it too. But, yeah. uh, uh, but it was really good. It was a good experience and I had so much fun and I've still got a really good relationship with my drama teachers. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely be sending them after you uh, to go. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> um, I think it's so amazing how I was thinking about this the other day. You can feel sort of a bit out of it and then you go to like, I don't know, a concert or pub choir or something and you feel so a part of something because you're doing something with a group. Mm. And even if you're not like best friends with the people in the group, for that time you're really bonded. Yeah, to be in an ensemble. Yeah, it's yeah, just that's the it. best. Yep. Amazing. Yep. Yeah, it's very, very special. Very, and so very special. Did you finish school in grade ten? Is that what you is said? Is that the equivalent to year twelve in over in the mainland? Oh, it's so weird in in, in Tasmania. <laughs> so we well, I finished grade ten um, at high school. We have college, which is separate. So that's oh. year eleven and twelve, where you do your get your ATAR and you do your got it. You so you go to a different building, a different place. yeah. Go to a, well, it depends. If you're in private school, you go do it in the sort of the same yeah. the same thing. But because I'm in public system, I went to um went to a different building. So we went to Helly College, and I did my right. satellite exam, all okay. that kind of stuff. And you there. still have so, the three terms. Yeah, so there's lots. Schools just we no, we have four terms. Oh, you have got four, four terms. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought you had three. Sorry, I'm lying. No. I've apologised to all of Tasmania. I just know a friend of mine's kids have just gone back. Mm. So, so I know you're yeah, yeah. They come back so late. We only like my sister goes back to school tomorrow. Yeah, wow. really late. Yeah, yeah. So very did late. most of yep. your friends from grade ten go to the same college, or how does that work? Oh yeah, all of them. Okay. Pretty much all of them. Okay. Yeah. There's a few people that go. Yeah, but yeah, it was because there's only one college unless you want to go to the private school. So. Right. 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 And yeah. so, how did you go? Like. Did, what ch- subjects did you choose? What was interesting for you? Um, yeah, so I chose. Um, I yeah, I did um, like outdoor leadership, which was really really fun. Oh. So I had to do like a, a leadership project, which was awesome. And we went and did tree planting, and and then I did like English writing. So I did mm. writing stuff, and awesome. I did like you have to do your normal maths and English and English literature. And I'm trying to think now. It feels like such a long time ago. Yeah. It was only a year ago. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. It was, <laughs> It was um it was pretty intense as well. I did I did art production as well where I did um where I was I was doing like an art project and I made videos and stuff for that. But yeah, it was um it was it was really really good. It was intense. It was fun. But yeah, it was a, it was def it was yeah it was it was good. It and did you good. know what you wanted to do after year twelve? Well, originally I wanted to be a lawyer, so I had in my heart set like, yes, I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to go off to uni. I'm going to go to um, Brisbane. I had wow. all, everything planned wow. out, ready to go. I had like, my accommodation was sorted and everything. And then I got to the end of the year after my exams, and I was so 
um, burnt out yeah. after them yeah. and tired and stuff and so I ended up um having like I was going to have a gap year so mm-hmm. I, I set out full intentions to have a gap year and that lasted six months because then I got bored yeah and so now, now I'm um now I'm doing uni online with Swinburne in Melbourne so I'm doing uh, media and communication which is really fun awesome. and you like it I love it it's so great it's a lot different gone? I imagine Laws out or law might come yeah out. laws out laws out yeah laws out yeah <laughs> yeah this is so why hopefully um it's so important to not have your heart set, and I'm probably speaking to adults anyway, but, you know, I know one of my kids really wanted to do this thing and then straight away she's like, oh, no, this is not for me. Yeah. Like it's just so different when you finish school to when you're in school. Of course. Get out and, like, clear your head and look. Oh, there's so much other stuff going on around. Yeah. And, um, and they put so much pressure on so you to much. figure out what you want to do in year 11 and 12. Yep. And so many unrealistic expectations on mm. kids. You know, just need to just have fun and, and be kids or, or, or a lot of us. And so, and something else I've noticed, which is a little bit interesting, is that all of my male friends have ended up having gap years and yes. um, staying and just having a rest and stuff. Mm. And a lot of the females have gone off and gone to uni and, and jumped straight kids. into uni, mm. which is really interesting. So mm. how that works. And I do say that um, men's brains take longer to yeah, I think they're about but... 65 by the time they fully develop men's brains. <laughs> <laughs> got a while to go, Liz. Uh-oh. <laughs> so how did you choose Swinburne? Did you think about moving to Melbourne? Is it all online? What's... It's all online, yeah. So it's all online. So I did think about moving to Melbourne and stuff, but I've got a strong community of friends yeah. here and stuff. Yeah. And so that was really what kept me kept me grounded and kept me here. So right. I ended up staying here. Great. So it's like remote learning. It. Yeah. It is, it is. And you've got, like, you connect with my, your teachers and, mm. like, send them messages and stuff like that and I can save my money here and yeah. I, I can live in at home and I can still, if I want to, like, get out of the house, I can go and study at the library or mm. whatever and so it's good. I now let's it. talk so about the important yeah, thing. Yeah, I was just saying there's a really, not that you're not, you are the most important thing, but the thing that, the we, thing love. that we love is what your dad does for a living. <laughs> oh, yeah, so he's an IGA. He works to get, um, he's, he runs an IGA. <laughs> Runs the IGA. Let's oh not. my gosh! He's, he's a manager. He's, he's a manager. manager. Well, he owns it. He, he owns, owns it. He's wow. look. I Listen, don't know anyone that owns an IGA. Has the best like um, popcorn, right? So tell your really? dad to get the popcorn machine in and make movie popcorn. Oh, <laughs> that will change yeah. his life. Yeah, everyone buys there it. There you go. We'll see. We'll see. Out the door. Yep. Our IGA yep. has the most expensive orange juice. Have you got an orange juice machine that you can make it there? Oh, no, we don't no. have one of those. And I, no. Look, I wouldn't recommend it, but I am obsessed with the people that do it because I'm like, how much money have you got that you <laughs> you can get? Have you seen how expensive it is? Yes, it is I don't, I've so never done it. Never. No. But I will hang back and go, oh, okay, wonder what car you drive. Because- so you, you said your dad and your mum had career changes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they both had career changes in the middle of their life. So mum was originally like, this is a really funny story about my parents. So my dad worked in the forestry industry. So yep. he was out like cutting trees down and making money, like like logging trees in Tasmania plantations and stuff and um and then he worked in sustainable timbers tasmania and mm. then my mum she was a um, environmental sort of greeny person so oh, she was out wow painting trees <laughs> and, and growing trees and going to people and like telling them not to cut their trees That's down huge. And that that ended up amazing and so, they, so, how so they were that? sort of a bit on opposite ends i mean your dad was doing sustainable but eventually but like they met yeah. each other and so they didn't have a big fight the first time they had a chat 
No, no, they loved each other. They were oh, just straight away. Like, oh. Straight away, it was beautiful. So, oh. so yeah. So now, um, my dad like um found an IGA with his best mate, and so they they own an IGA together, which is really really best cool. Best job ever. It's so fun to see them enjoying that. Like yeah. I think secretly they they both got an IGA so they could talk to each other all day. <laughs> Look, this way maybe what Mandy and Listen. I do. Listen. <laughs> <laughs> You're planting a seed here. <laughs> and then what did your mum go on to do? Yeah, because she and then she like when we we had when she had she stopped and so she was fortunate enough. She mum and dad chose that she would stay at home mm-hmm. and spend time with uh, with us and do all the quality time and and yeah. raise us. And then once my sister was in kinder and stuff, she went back to sort of um, working at Cradle Coast NRM. And then now she's and then she started starting to be a teacher. And so and my first my first day at grade seven was her first day um, teaching. So she's been Aww. teaching now for up to seven years, seven, Aww. eight years now. So she loves it. I bet she's an so, awesome yeah. teacher. I bet she is. She's beautiful. She's yeah. an awesome teacher. Oh. Yep. Amazing. So she teach at the school that you went to? She was, yeah. So I left in time for she her. Went. And, and she went. <laughs> she, she came. So, so yeah, she teaches at school that I was, was at. So, yeah. She's very, very awesome. And you very work awesome at the IGA. Sorry, going back to that. You work there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I work there yeah, part time. So yeah, I work there yeah, like probably twenty two hours a week. Where are you? Yeah, I work. Well, yeah, we have the whole the whole sort of thing. So I'm up the front. I serve and cook chickens and oh, cook yeah. pork and and do all, and serving the deli and do all that kind of stuff. So I work work there um, throughout the week and then I study as well um, at, in the afternoons and at night time. Yeah, so that's good. And the other yeah. thing we want people to know about is you've got a YouTube channel. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I've got a YouTube channel. It's called Lou Life. There's not only 30 subscribers. Come on, Max please. Oh, come subscribers. on. We can at we least can get it to 31. We can, we can get to 31. I'll follow it. <laughs> Maybe even 30. Yeah, Are you on TikTok or anything? Pretty, or? No, just just on YouTube. Just YouTube. I want to create a genuine fan base. Just, yes. Who knows what kind of people would see my stuff on TikTok. I okay, want, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah taking, yes. it right, taking it wrongly. So, yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I'm on, on YouTube, which is really, really cool. So, so we'll put all that info in the show notes and mm. we'll tell yep. everyone where to find you and follow yep. you. And the other thing yep. is yeah, that'd be fun. that you sent us a speak pipe telling us about the name of your car. Yes, Mandy, <laughs> my car, Mandy. Mandy the Mazda. <laughs> Mandy the Mazda. Mandy the Mazda. Uh. <laughs> it's just the best joy yep. of my well, life. I think, I think when I um when I first got my car, I must have been listening to you guys, and so <laughs> I was like, right, I'm going to call my car Mandy. It makes sense. It's, I feel like I need to have a middle-aged woman car. <laughs> All my friends used to always call me a middle-aged woman, so I might as well, might as well give is, my car a middle-aged woman look, name. The greatest compliment you can have. It is, because actually. let me tell you, we know what is going down. That's right. We're amazing. We are, we're people. amazing. Yep. We've lived a All life. Right, and your next amazing. car has to be a Kia, okay. so you can call it Kate. Kate the Kia. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what. Mandy is expensive. She's got Ooh. insurance, and that look, that she's is high expensive. I'm, I am high maintenance. <laughs> yeah, yep. I'm yep. easily pleased. But That's true. I am. You probably put diesel in and she'd still run. But. I mean, I just have injuries every five minutes, so I hope Mandy the Mazda doesn't have, you know, breakdowns or anything. Yep. Yeah, she, yeah she's pretty good. good. My parents chose a good car for she's me. She's better than me. <laughs> this Mandy has a few breakdowns. I have breakdowns every – I have no time for a breakdown, but I have breakdowns at least once a week. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your hopes and dreams for the – for the YouTube channel, what do you want to do with that and what do you do on it? Oh, I just make videos. So I love Christmas and 
so it's more of a hobby. So yeah. I um I did I had twenty four days of blue life, so like Vlogmas, oh. and so I uploaded lots of Christmas videos throughout December, and then I also just like it's just whenever I feel a creative urge yeah. or twitch, yep. I put a video out there, which is really really cool. So it's just my little thing that I get to do, and whether thirty people or three hundred people, yeah, or no one watches it. I've, I'm doing it because I have fun. Yeah, so right. That's why I do it. Yeah, that's absolutely. Why I do it. Oh, the peas will follow you. Don't worry. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. We'll give you some peas. <laughs> and also, can we talk a little bit more about my question stuff? Or yes, as, talking about it as much as you yes, want. Yes, I'm sorry. We're missing things. Go for it. Yeah, that's all right. So um, I guess when I had my first operation when I was three months old, and so one side of my lip came apart, and um, and so it actually had like it was a really, really stressful time mm. as three months old because um, it, it – like it, it didn't work properly, and um, and I had to have an, I had to have another one again to fix that when I was six months old, mm. and then um, if it weren't for like the people in my life supporting like my parents and stuff, like without them it would be really really crazy. So yeah, um, it was it was it was pretty stressful time for my parents when that didn't work out, yeah. but luckily the second time it worked, and so it was a lot better. But I've had so many operations. Like looking back, there's been a lot. Like I had my second operation when I was six months, and I had another one when I was nine months. Mm. So yeah, and also I really wanted to talk about my um, plastic surgeon because yes. they are workers. Tell us. So um, his um his name was um Frank Kimball, and um. He um he was absolutely amazing. He always um wanted to be called Frank, not not his last name. And because my parents were a bit stressed out in the beginning and stuff, and he knew that Dad was quite stressed out, so he gave Dad um his phone number so he could call him whenever he wanted to oh, wow. about anything and get in contact and stuff. And um he's got a picture of me on his desk at home, oh, um, which yeah. is really really special from when I was a little boy. <sighs> and um um. He want he wants to be invited to my wedding, so that's pretty exciting. <laughs> one day, whenever that happens, which would be pretty cool. Um, and it's just such a special relationship yeah. having having that relationship. And it's one of those things that's totally unique because no one else, like really, really quite knows the mm. relationship you have with this person no. and this weird affinity that you have with yes. this this guy that's like helped create your face, yes. which is really, really special special for me and my smile and who I am oh, yes. but it's down to him and what he did so I'm so so grateful for him and all the work that he's done oh. and um it was very very he's a very very special man so yes. have you got a photo with yeah. him yeah I got two so I've got one when I was a little baby and stuff and then we got a photo at my last opera my last checkup because I still had to go down for checkups every year oh, even yes. right up until until I was 19 so mm. then it was a really big momentous day when mm. I didn't have to um have have any checkups or anything again and so it was kind of got to a point where I was like did I want to have another operation on my nose and they were talking about whether or not that would be something but at the end of the day my nose works well and mm. I look okay and so yeah. it was more about my decision about whether I wanted to have my nose look a little bit different and maybe a little bit more pointed or whatever right. and so I sort of sat down and he sort of said look it's your decision and maybe a few years earlier I would have said definitely yes like I remember I was a little bit younger and I really wanted to have it done just mm -hmm. that was an area of insecurity for me yeah. and my nose so I really wanted to um to, to it you know I was really quite insecure about how I looked but mm -hmm. again as I've got older I've just my parents and people around me have been so supportive and and loving and kind and encouraging that I've really grown up with a lot of confidence in myself and so I decided that 
no, I don't actually want to have another operation. Mm. I'm quite happy with how I look. Mm. And and so that was a, a big decision. But I was very confident in saying, no, I don't want that to happen. Well, so. that's age appropriate. You're yes. an adult now. You can start to take, you know, that's, I remember that yep. feeling for myself. Yeah. We were the ones always saying yes. And then when's the time for the girls to start taking control of those mm. questions mm. from surgeons? Mm. It's a really big yeah. deal. Yeah, it's a big yeah deal. and I'll tell you what, when you're in that room, because we have cleft clinics. So yeah. in cleft clinics, there was, um, we had an audio or, audiologist yep. we had a clinical um, nurse consultant a dental specialist specialist um we had an ear nose and throat surgeon we had an orthodontist yeah there's pediatrician a lot. there's the jaw guy i don't even know what his professional title was but he was he was always <laughs> like talking about like me and my jaw and yeah and having jaw operation and then um our plastic surgeon and the speech pathologist yeah. as well and so you go into that room That's and you've got lot. five or ten minutes oh. and it's like really really overwhelming and there's lots of feels. people everywhere yeah mm-hmm. and my plastic surgeon always had like a really big team of people with him like trainee doctors mm-hmm. so they're all looking in my mouth and he's telling me my life stories telling me about what he did and how i gave him his first gray hair and he's <laughs> going through all that he's going through all that stuff and then mum's over in the corner and she's talking to someone about something i've got to have my ear on her trying to hear what she's yeah. what she's saying she's got some important always an important conversation and then there's what i'm listening to and lots of different voices and stuff and it's really like a really overwhelming really? environment and really 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 quite challenging i don't challenging, know how they can do that better Hmm. Yeah, but it's very, very awesome that they could all be together in the same yes, room. Yes, I guess. And it's why. very, very special. And sometimes when decisions have to be made, it's really, really good that everyone's everyone's there. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's just one of those things, I guess. But yeah, it was it was always quite overwhelming. But it was yeah, really, really awesome that they could all be together. And it was kind of like going down and seeing family sometimes. Yeah, yeah I used to I feel like so. that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And do you yep. have uh, friends from the Cliff Palette world? Is it like there's is or is that not a thing? Well, there is, yes, with Cleft Powers Association, which is a Taz Victoria thing. Mm. And my mum was a president for that for a long time. Mm. And so she um when when I was younger we, we went over to Melbourne and we ha- went and had like a few nice meetings and met people at um the Royal Children's Hospital mm-hmm. and stuff and so and she was really heavily involved in that. And they like connect people, and um, we. I remember I'd be like a child going with mum, and she'd talk to new babies. We had a few times in Fernie oh. where there'd be um, parents that had had kids with less, and she'd go in and give them support, and oh, they created a book and, and mm. all that kind of stuff. And they'd go in and give them the um, breast, like the, um, the, the bottles and stuff. Mm. And so that was a really cool thing to see and do and be a part of. And um, and we did have a few meetups and stuff. And sometimes when you go down there you, and you're sitting in the waiting room, you see a few people that you know. And we did make a few friends, like mum and dad, really close friends with another couple who had a kid who looked exactly like me mm-hmm. and had the same thing going on. We actually had both had blonde hair and we were mm-hmm. really little. And so um, we sort of formed a little bit of a connection. But it's really, really hard. It's, there's not as much sort of like community stuff yeah, going yeah. on it's not as as like bigly t- big talked about as as other things sort of are and yeah, so yeah. it'd be really cool if i could meet more people that are oh, like me and a lot yes. of people who have clefts aren't as confident as i yes. am and yes. aren't as outgoing and loud and talkative mm. and stuff like that mm. and so and that's like i'm very very outgoing and my family knows how loud so i, I am and so <laughs> what's that that's what why i you think say? you should be on tiktok Probably should, hey? Well, no, but I understand what you're saying. But, understand, understand. but yes. you can turn comments off, you can not allow stitches, you can do all sorts of things. There is 
there's assholes everywhere. Yeah, that's but right. But also there's... I, I think that's... Yeah, that's probably why. I, I get that, but there are some lovely communities on there. Yes. Really, really lovely communities. There are, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know... Yeah. That's fine, of course. It's, it's all right. We'll get you 32 yeah. followers. We will you. get you. You've definitely got 32 today as of today. <laughs> <laughs> how does it feel? I want to know how does it feel having your mum be a part of the cleft, you know, Vic Taz. How does that feel as a child knowing your mum is taking on that role? Yeah, it was really, really awesome that she could do that for a period of time. And, um, yeah, it was really, really special that she could champion that and be a, a voice for me and stuff like that. And um, it's there's, like, a lot of stuff, like, and changes should have happened. And, like, when I first went down there, we used to have our, all of our appointments in the um, Hobart Hospital. And so that was really, really big thing um, going, going in there. But then recently they've got a new clinic. And so that's a lot better to be able to go there and, mm. and there's a little bit more space and stuff. But, but yeah, she's been a really big champion of, of mm. um and stuff like that and it's really really awesome to know that you've got someone on your side in your pocket and so oh. yeah it's very special she's not not a president anymore just mm-hmm. no. obviously other stuff you can't other always do but, it no no it's for a but season she's, yeah and i think also just now with everything being online and stuff yeah. and there's not so much that sort of community stuff and everything has to be fun, fun, funded and financed. Yeah. But I'm sure it's definitely still still um, big in Victoria, I think, and stuff. Mm, so I'm sure it yeah. is. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm, mm. Have we missed anything, Lewis, that you want to keep talking about? Is there anything we've missed? Um. Oh, yeah. So, well, actually, when I was um younger, I was petrified of Santa and of dress-ups and stuff, <laughs> and that was, like, absolutely petrified. Like, when I was – before I was even – Mum had to sit me down and we had to have a little bit of a chat about Santa, if you know what I mean. And, um, and, um, but even before I was in kinder, because I was so scared. And one of the, one of the things, but reasons behind that we sort of figured out and learned about why was because, um, when I was a baby and all of the operations and stuff, I, people would have masks oh, on yes, and yes. all the, the equipment and stuff. And so, like, but just before you're about to, like, go under with yes. anesthetic and stuff, um, you you would see that. And so mum and dad reckon that's probably where I oh, got all yep. petrified from. I'm sure. And so um, thankfully I've gotten over that, <laughs> grown out of that one. But, Phew. yeah. Yeah, it was pretty big big deal for my parents because yeah. I remember we used to have, like, fun shows and, like, you couldn't go to the shows or anything like that because I'd be so scared or mum would have to walk blocks around Bernie trying to avoid the Santa oh. at Christmas time. Oh. So, yeah. But it's yeah. true and I, I, it's taken me a long time to realise that the trauma can be there that we can't remember it as adults yeah, or but as, your body. as teenagers. But, yeah, or yeah. your mind, this did happen to you. Yeah. And, yeah, I know a friend of mine fosters children and – you know, she got one little girl at like six weeks, but the trauma was quite, you know, ingrained. And in yeah, so the little girl can't remember, but yeah. her body remembers. So yeah. yeah, I think seeing people with masks and Lights. hats and all of that, and and Santa does have a hat, yeah. and a, you know, like the beard is like a mask. Yeah, and yeah I totally get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you're little, it's really, really overwhelming. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, lots of children yeah. are overwhelmed by Santa, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, and also when I was little, I um, had lots of grommets and ear problems from oh. my cleft as well. Oh, and because right. everything's connected and yes, fluid yeah. and in your mouth and your face and stuff. And so I had to have like lots of grommets, like lots and lots of appointments and stuff for that. And lots of trips to the ENT doctor, like so many appointments and in is my that life. Resolved? I had. And well, yeah, it's a. It's been resolved now, but I do have a damaged eardrum on my left ear. I did have to wear a hearing aid for a while, right. but I don't have to wear it anymore. But it was a yeah, so there is a damaged eardrum in my in my left ear. But right. but yeah, it's it's been one of those ongoing things which was a bit challenging. Yeah, oh, very challenging. Yeah, I think, 
and then your hearing's affected as a child yeah. because constant ear infections yeah. and yeah 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 yep yeah it's a big thing yeah oh, gosh well you have been a delight to speak to today oh thank you very much i actually really just want to say how much i love you guys and you guys are so awesome champions for um, people without voices and stuff like that so you guys are very special people and i'm so so honored to be able to share my story with you guys and i hope that it uh, encourages and inspires other people as well but um but you don't have to be but we don't often get to choose our circumstances no, in life of course not choose to get what, what we have but we can choose how we want to deal with it yeah. and um i'm very very grateful grateful to be able to um to have yeah really overcome all the challenges in my life and stuff and thankful for the support of my community and mm. all that kind of stuff so yeah, yeah. and good parents yep you had good very parents. good parents and, and also think... strong community like we had one woman when i was little who came over and vacuumed and stuff yes. and we're so grateful for our church as well and oh. um people oh, that have been loving us really and kind and um play. it could have yeah. gone it could have gone either way like my parents could have totally walked away and yeah. I, obviously i'm very delicate and sensitive about that because it's not everyone's story yes and no, no, not no, everyone but it's still... has, has had guts has had a story that we've had but um it could have they could have very easily walk, walked away yes. and been really really hard and challenging and over but um, yeah, but thankfully, good. there's so many loving people in yeah. our community oh. who have loved and supported me, and um, um, and loved my parents and prayed, and and it's yeah. crazy to think that people were they're going to no longer with us, but um, were supporting my parents and supporting me when I was a little yes. kid, and oh. I don't get to see, but I I am walking and get to hopefully like. Like, do them well and do them justice. Yes. Oh, parents, you're the so. pride of your community, sure. Lewis. I am absolutely sure. Thank you yes. so yeah. much. Thank you for giving us your time. We love yes. that you listen. Yeah, <laughs> like, and you are number one of 2024, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. So we are yeah. yeah, we're thrilled to have you and keep That's driving so Mandy the Mazda. And keep, keep sending us updates. Yep. Let people know yep. how you're going, okay? Send us a speak pipe yeah, in a couple of weeks and let us know how many listens you've got on yeah, your Yeah, we want to know. It's yeah. in the show notes, yes, people. Yeah, Click check on out my YouTube channel and I'll definitely have to get a TikTok happening. Well, you know, think about it. But I, 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 it's a way to reach people a different way, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah lots more people. Lots yeah, more people. yeah. I think you are a person that the world needs to hear more of. Yeah, you so, are. Yes. Yeah. Hopefully there'll be more opportunities and stuff. And I love like speaking and sharing my stories. So, yeah, and you're yeah, studying and the right thing. So, good, yep. you know, yeah. good on you. And watch out world yep. for Lewis, okay? Yep. And the Mazda. I'm All so right. excited. <laughs> we will let you go. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you, Lewis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.